At Laylee, located here in Pella, would you believe that our elves are busy building robots that milk and feed cows? We enjoy giving the gift of robotic equipment to hardworking dairy producers year-round. Our robots allow more time for dairy producers to spend together. It's really the gift that keeps on giving. And by the way, isn't that what the holidays are all about? Laylee's holiday challenge for you, slow down, appreciate life's gifts, and focus on the real reason for the season. Happy holidays from our family at Laylee, farming innovators. At Laylee, we continue to provide the latest innovations for the dairy industry. Our robotic milking systems put more milk in the tank with less effort. Our robotic feeding systems provide optimal feed efficiency for a healthy and productive herd. And we have a line of innovative barn products that create an animal-friendly environment focused on the cow's well-being and comfort. Laylee, a worldwide pioneer in dairy farm automation, with our North American headquarters right here in Pella, is proud to be part of the community. Today's front page of today's Laylee Radio Sports page is brought to you by Spain Painting, exteriors done with integrity. I'm Derek Cardwell, and on today's Laylee Radio Sports page, we look back at two basketball games this week on KNIA Carvalas. We begin Monday as Pella took on Winterset in Indianola for the Class 3A Substate Final live on 92.1 Carvalas with Trevor Castle. Three ball, whale off the mark. That was a brick, no good. And Pella gets the rebound and pushes with Hugan. Defender comes back. Hugan pump fakes, gets him in the air, and lays it in. And Pella's had four players score in the first five and change, and they trail 10 to 8. 12 seconds to go first quarter. Pella ball left to right in green and white. Screen from Barnes. Trado dribbles through, puts up a shot that's no good. Barnes the rebound and the stick back. And with one second left in the first quarter, Pella takes its first lead of the game. Now Trado kicks it right side. Schulte for three. Boom! Austin Schulte right before the first half buzzer knocks down his first three-pointer of the game. And Pella cuts the hustle lead to two as we go to halftime it's winter set 28 Pella 26 McGuire down the right side of the lane blocked gets his own rebound fighting kicks it out to Schulte and the Dutch will reset with Hardman in the lane drives left hand good Luke Hardman for two and the Dutch pull within three 44 41 with five minutes to go in the game really and you could see we went right at him and they didn't want to foul and pick up that fifth Wilmis hands it off drive and kick here's Hank Wilmis deep inside to Hensley working on Hardman turnaround lean in no rebounded by Luke Propella yeah now you just force him to foul there's a seven second differential 13 seconds left, five to shoot. Trado, block shot, rebound, save. Schulte, layup, state tournament. Here we come. There's five seconds to go. We're up by four. We're going dancing, Phil. Trado makes them both. Now I'll agree. Let's print some t-shirts, Trevor. (laughs) Four seconds to go. Winner set with a half-court heave that is no good. And for the first time since their state title year of 2021, the Dutch are headed back to the state tournament. Final score, Pella 51, Winterset 45. Final score, Pella 51, Winterset 45. Tuesday, the Norwalk Warriors took on West Des Moines Valley for the Class 4A substate title, live on 94.3 KIA with Mike Effner. 
Good job on the boards. I like the push. Cam Thomas, there oh, you go. Thomas beats his man, uses the rim to protect the shot, and finishes, so a fast break bucket for the Warriors ties it at four. Skip pass across to Korsman, ah, three-pointer on the way. There it's good. Go. So we'll Tim Korsman hits the three. The Warriors have their biggest lead at nine to six. Born left baseline move, reverse layup in. Redick. So Reddick scores, 11 to six, Norwalk in the lead. So a little run here, 7-0 by Norwalk. Coming off a handoff, is Born gets caught under the basket, kicks it back it. up top. That's it. Harder, long three-pointer is good. Stinson has it knocked away, so it's a two-on-one fast break. Sigris lays it up and in over Kaysen. So two points there for Norwalk at 17-16 Valley. Nice dump down for Thomas, reverse layup is good. Yeah. Man, Cam is tough down there, isn't he? So the Warriors do strike last in the half, but they're down eight, 32-24. Now doubled, finds Thomas. He's going to drive it in on Jirak. How about that? A nearly impossible shot, that? arcing off the glass and in for Cam Thomas. Not afraid at all, is he? Now they get it to Bourne for three. There He's got go. it right at the third quarter horn. So some good news at the end of the third quarter, but it was a tough one overall for Norwalk. They trail 55-38 as we go to the fourth. Cut. on the perimeter. Oh, nice play. Look at that. That might be our play of the game for yeah. Norwalk. They fed it inside to Harder on the low block. He found Bourne cutting, and the layup was good. Corner, Corsaman three, left wing, there good. You go. Good kick by Reddick. Good fight by Aiden Harder there to get the rebound. Chance to cut it to 10. Bourne for three. And one. one! One! Chance to cut it to nine. You hang around, Mike. You just hang around. We can cut it to nine right here. Final score, Valley 75, Norwalk 64. Highlights from this week's high school basketball coverage on KNIA KRLS. Today's center page of today's Laley Radio Sports page is brought to you by Hearthstone, a ministry of Wesley Life, supporting the health, independence, and well-being of older adults in Pella. Back here on today's Lele Radio Sports page, we're talking to Pella Christian Senior Trevor Veenstra. And Trevor, it's been an exciting time for you. I know it's the offseason between football and getting ready for track and field, but a lot of exciting things, starting with the event that we're at tonight, which is the kickoff for the Shrine Bowl. Congratulations on being a participant. What does it mean to you to be a part of this event? I mean, it's just an honor to be amongst some of the best um, high school football players in Iowa. And it's just an amazing opportunity to be a part of. And just getting to hear some of the stories tonight of what the uh, Shriners Children's uh, do, and additionally to that, some of the things that you guys get to do with this game, just getting to be a part of that and being you know, a light to be able to help um, children in need in this world with some of these medical costs and also supplying some camps and stuff. What does that mean to you to just get to be a part of that and uh, be a little bit of a shining light in these children's lives. I mean, it's just being a servant-hearted, knowing that other people need help more than you, and you need to do as much as possible to help them. And so, Trevor, obviously they talked a little bit about that at the dinner tonight, what all goes into this before the game takes place in July. But um, as you kind of prepare for that, what does the next couple months look like for you? as you balance getting ready for this and also getting ready to, to go defend a discus state title in uh, track and field? I mean, for the most part, I'll probably focus on track, but um, I'll be running quite a bit to help, with, to help with football too as well. And we're talking to Trevor Veenstra, a senior at Pella Christian High School. In addition to this, another exciting thing that's been going on 
for you as you recently just signed and committed to go uh, compete at the collegiate level? I, I won't steal the thunder on the sport or anything like that. What can you tell us about your decision to go play collegiate sports? Um, next year I will be attending Liberty University um, for track and field. I will also be studying business finance. And I've got to ask you this because I've gotten to know you over the last couple of years. Coming down to the final two, Iowa State and Liberty, first off, what was kind of the decision process that went into that between those two schools? Um, and, you know, and I know that um, as a, a, me and Andrew talking about this at the station, we kind of joked, you know, you have brother at Iowa State and, and you did not pick Iowa State. What was your brother's reaction to that decision as well? Um, he wasn't he wasn't too happy, but he understood that it's my decision and that that's where I felt I was going to succeed the most. And Blake's a good guy, so we knew that he would be understanding of that. But as, as you kind of went into that decision, I know you took a lot of visits. Uh, as you were making those visits, what were the things that you were looking at the most to kind of deem what was a good fit for you? I mean, of course, a good throwing school I obviously wanted. But also just like the team chemistry, I really wanted that to be there, to know that the people that I was going to be with were going to be 100% supporting. And in addition to the athletic side of things, obviously academics are a big thing as well with the student-athlete part of that. What were some of the things academically you were looking for at Liberty or these other schools during the process to ensure that you were making the right choice from that standpoint as well? Well, I was just making sure that they had a good, strong business program that could help me succeed in the future and find a, find a good job. And you talk about the business background. Why business? Well, what was the thing that drove you in that direction? I mean, I've always just kind of enjoyed the business classes, learning more about it. And that's um, taught by our head, our head track coach, actually, Mr. Anderson. So he's just kind of helped me along that. And you talk about Coach Anderson, you and the Eagles getting ready for another fun track and field season, or what is it expected to be another fun track and field season. As you get prepared for this, your last season of track and field, I know that there's obviously high goals, high expectations of yourself this year, but what's kind of the thing you're looking forward to the most about your final track and field season? I mean, just being with my friends, and it's just the last time in high school, last last sport that I can really make a good bond with them and then make those relationships last forever. Trevor, I mentioned those goals that you're going to be trying to attain this year. I even mentioned one earlier on in the interview, one specifically, but as you prepare for your senior season here on on the track and field side of things, what is a few of the goals that you're hoping for this year after breaking some school records last year? I mean, this year my my goal is to break the state state record in discus. All right, big goals. Trevor, again, congratulations on the Iowa Shrine Bowl. Congrats on college signing. Good luck with the track and field season. A lot of exciting things going on for you right now, and I appreciate your time as always. Thank you. Once again, that was Trevor Veenstra of Pella Christian Schools here on today's Lately Radio Sports page. Now time for today's back page on today's Lately Radio Sports page on KNIA and KRLS.
I'm Derek Cardwell on today's Laley Radio Sports page. Two uh, members, uh, well, former members of the uh, Knoxville football squad, uh, Noah Kiefer and George Gilbert. They are uh, uh, recently signed to uh, play and continue their football careers at Central College. And uh, guys, congratulations on your next step. Noah, I'll start with you. Why Central? Uh, I went on a couple of visits there. Uh, first one was kind of just a normal college visit. You go, see the campus, uh, just learn about the school a little bit. Um, then they kind of started talking about football with me and uh, sending me emails, uh, sent me a game day invite, and I went, uh, when was it? End of September I went, um, met with a ton of the coaching staff, um, just kind of got got to know them, kind of see what the program is about, um, see the atmosphere at the games. Um, then their one of their coaches came and met with us at me and George at school, kind of just asked us questions, uh, introduced us to the program a little bit more, um, and then I went on my official visit, and that's that's when they offered me. And um, every time I went to the campus there, it just felt like um, people wanted me to go there. It felt like a, a almost like a second home. Like I just I just remember leaving the. Um, my official visit and I, I knew there's just a feeling like even my parents said they're like we could tell that you were going to go there um but yeah it's just their coaches are incredible people um they know the game um their offense is just like the offense we run here which is super helpful um but yeah it's just it's one of those places where you go and um yeah it just feels like home now george i'll ask you the same question why central um, I chose Central because it just felt like a place I just wanted to play football at. Like, it just felt like home, like Noah said. But started out junior day visit back in the spring, and I I liked it a lot then. I didn't I didn't know for sure, but stuck with, and talked to the coaches a lot too. And then uh, the game day visit came around, and then that environment of how they play football kind of just kicked in and got to talk to the coaches, and that kind of like sold me there. And then when I what sold me officially was the official visit and the overnight and just being like in that atmosphere for like a whole day and getting to talk to everybody and that team I just loved it so that, that kind of made my decision pretty clear. And Noah, I know uh, you know you mentioned that uh, you know Central's uh, offense is practically like what you ran at Knoxville well there's a good reason because uh, coach Pepper went to Central and he was and I could when I was talking to coach Duncan last uh, couple of years he said well we're going to try to we're trying to you know not really look like Central but kind of do things that Central does yeah uh Pep immediately when he came over he, we all knew he was from Central um you could tell he had a great football mind but um it wasn't until like week I think the first game we started truly like running all their stuff was Fairfield last year and I don't know if our offense has looked any better than that game um, just his, the knowledge and um, the concept they run is very easy to understand and doesn't take a lot of thinking it's very simple but there's just it's just really easy to run and it um, takes the pressure off your shoulders. Yeah. How uh, much of an advantage do you think you you will have stepping in there, knowing that maybe there's some of the calls, some of the you know schemes and everything you thought you you, you could look at it and say, hey, I ran that last year in uh, high school. 
it'll be a huge advantage just to um, know the calls. I there's we and me and George went to a game day visit and uh, went down to the field and our protection calls are identical to what Central is calling. We're, we heard it and we're just like, well, you can tell Pep was from Central, but yeah, it's a huge advantage um, just knowing the concepts, uh, the play calls. Um, you just know what to do. Well, while the people coming in, yes, they've ran offenses, but every offense is different and it takes an adjustment period. And I, um, I don't know if there will be much of an adjustment period, but yeah, it's, it's nice. George, what about you? You know, you've played uh, with Noah in uh, high school last a couple of years. Now you're going into a system that uh, probably you get down on that line, and you're and you when you hear them make a call, it's like, hey, I know what I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm supposed to do here. Yeah, like Noah said, that game they visit, they're calling out all the protection calls, and I immediately knew what they were doing. So it'll be a pretty big help to know exactly what I'm getting myself into, and then kind of have a starting block to stand on and work from there so be pretty helpful as we're talking to Noah Kiefer and George Gilbert Knoxville students going on to us continue their football careers at Central College George when did you get uh, kind of the idea planted that you might want to continue your career on the next level um it was probably my junior year um I had a couple like junior visit days they offered to some people and I took a couple of those. First one went to Buena Vista, and I was like, yeah, I want to play college football. So, like, just kept on sending out emails and, like, re- recruiting questionnaires and filling out those. And Central caught my eye and took a visit there, and everything since then, I loved it. So, No, I know I've been talking to your parents the last couple of years, and they say you kind of have that dream of playing uh, college football. Kind of where did that start, uh, you know, when you started thinking, oh, hey, maybe I want to play on the next level? I started playing, like, tackle football in middle school, um, and that's kind of where I truly um, fell in love with the sport. I always played flag football when I was super little, but um, that first feeling of being in a real game is kind of where it started, and I've always looked up to the college athletes and um, – wanted to be there someday um, and just make an impact on the next level. Now we got to talk about, okay, what's, uh, you know, you in the study, what's uh, your major, Noah? Uh, I'm going to major in kinesiology um, and then use that to go to chiropractor school and then be a chiropractor. All right, Georgia, what about you? Um, I'm kind of interested in accounting right now. took some accounting classes here at the high school, Jason the Bauer. I liked them a lot, so kind of look more into that. And uh, uh, as far as playing right away or maybe waiting on the depth chart, uh, have they told either one of you guys, I'll start with you, Noah, of, you know, how quickly you can uh, get into, uh, you know, playing on Saturdays? Uh, they talked in, um, to me, and they really said they're going to try to put me wherever I can to make an impact as soon as possible, whether that's quarterback or another offensive position, maybe safety or D-back. But um, – I'll wait my turn, um, but at the same time, I'm also going to try as hard as I can to get on the field. And, George, what about you? What have they told you about as far as getting on the field and uh, where they can use you? Um, I think I'll probably be moved to guard, most likely. But, um, you know, freshman year is a big development year, so looking towards sophomore and up, try to get a starting spot. But, yeah. 
All right. Two uh, Knoxville uh, football players heading over across the river, changing their colors from black and gold to red and white of central colors. Noah Kiefer, George Gilbert, congratulations. And uh, we will be uh, looking for you guys on Saturday night, uh, Saturday's next fall. Thank, Thank you. you. That was today's back page on today's Laley Radio Sports page on KNIA and KRLS. You can find segments from the show and podcasts online at KNIAKRLS.com.